519 Pursuit. It's time to find out more about them if you don't know a whole lot about them. Allison DeBlair is one of the founders, and they do an awful lot for those facing homelessness in our community. And Allison will be the first to tell us that it can't be about let's find a solution. Let's just find a way to fix homelessness, and then we'll move on to something else. It isn't that simple. Here's Allison. Um, you know, I know that uh, across the nation, across, you know, Ontario, our city, we focus on a housing first solution. And of course, housing is number one to, to help these folks. But if there's not housing to offer, then is that the number one solution? That's that's something that I question and something that I looked kind of deeper within if if we don't have housing to offer these folks and we're trying to solve homelessness and the crisis with housing but don't have it to offer do we just not offer them anything um do we just you know leave them out there till we have housing to offer them or what is not offering them housing doing to them in that crisis is it making the crisis wor- worse for them uh and how do we how do we focus on those things as a community? How do we, you know, take care of those those other things that aren't housing related for those folks so that the services and shelters that are trying to get them into housing can focus on the housing? We're talking with Allison DeBlair from 519 Pursuit. Allison, you had come to London from a small town. You eventually became a security guard. What was it that you were noticing? as a security guard that helped to create what you're doing now? Um, You know, it was the same people doing the same thing in a sense of I worked downtown London at the bars as a bouncer for almost 10 years here. And I, I worked for maybe three years and saw, you know, folks facing homelessness when, when it's three o'clock in the morning and we're all going home from work and the bars are the last place closed usually and everyone's gone home and the city's quiet. The homeless folks are still out there and coming from a small town. I always wondered, you know, why, what are they doing? Why are they out here? Why are they still homeless? And it really, you know, got my attention when I moved to Saskatchewan and then Alberta for two years and returned to Ontario, returned to those jobs at the bars and the same people were still down there. They were still outside on the streets. They were still, you know, doing the same thing, panhandling. And I really got curious as to how I could do better and became friends with them. I, you know, engaged in conversation. I made myself known to them as somebody who was down there and saw them and cared for them and, you know, started bringing care packages of clothing and shoes and items that I had in my own closet. And just saw a really positive response. I saw that they were, you know, coming and looking for me on the weekend and sharing news and talking about things in their life and talking about, you know, what they've been trying and how they've been trying to get out of the situation they were in or really what the situation they were in was. And I just, you know, realized that by being a person of someone who's not in the situation that they were in, but someone who was known to them that wasn't you know, client base that wasn't saying you have to talk to me so we can get you out of the situation. Rather, it was like, hey, I'm here to talk to you about the situation you're in. If you need somebody to talk to, 
it started to change the way that they looked at themselves, the way that they looked at the situation they were in and the way that they, you know, tried to get out of that situation. Allison DeBlair from 519 Pursuit. Allison, you mentioned the care packages and we can get to those in just a moment, but would the first care package have been a giant crock pot of chicken soup? <laughs> um, technically, no, that, that was not technically the first care package, but um, I did start to dream in some notebooks. I started to have conversations with folks and, and try to figure out what was missing. I learned about services and places that were in London supporting people facing extreme poverty and homelessness. Um, and, and I watched the newspaper for probably three years and printed out every article. And it, it somehow made sense to me. I started to understand by reading what was going on. Um, and one night I did make a crock pot of chicken noodle soup. And I decided that I was going to go and take it behind a local shelter and share it with uh, the individuals who couldn't get in that night. And when the first gentleman had some of that soup, he made an announcement that there was real chicken in it. And people came running to my feet. And that was when reality really set in that I, as an individual, need to do better for myself and my community. Um, And I went home and talked to my roommate at the time. And we turned our house into a clothing donation center and 509 Pursuit really kickstarted from that night, from that experience, all those things I was dreaming in these notebooks, you know, I, I decided it was time to make those a reality for these people. And that's where 509 Pursuit came from. So how did you get the items? How do you get the word out and have people say, you know what, I want to do my part too. Here's something. Here's a donation. How do you make that happen? Um, we use social media as a tool uh, to really humanize humanize the people that are going through this crisis in in our community to kind of bridge the gap of people who want to help, people who see these folks facing homelessness, people who see them every day on their drive to work and wonder, you know what, why, how, what's what's going on, why are they still there? Kind of the same person that I was at one time uh, before I really went out there and had these one on one conversations. So we use our social media as a way to you know, storytell and let people know of things that we need and, and things that can help folks and the real stories and the real people in the situation. You know, when you donate um, your clothing or your, your sleeping bags or your tents and backpacks and things like that to our organization, it's likely that within a week, it's going to get to somebody in our community that could use that. And it's likely that when we get that to that individual, it was the right place and the right time and something they really needed to, you know, get through their day or make their day better or keep them warm overnight or give them dry clothes. We just had a rainstorm uh, yesterday come through London. And for us who have homes, we could put on dry clothes and walk out today and feel comfortable and go to work and do those things that we have to do. But for our friends facing homelessness, a lot of them were in that soaking wet clothes overnight and, and, trying to be comfortable and they don't have a place to dry those clothes or get a clean pair. They're just surviving in that. So our care package program is really special in the sense that your gently used and new items are going to somebody at a time of need that is helping them build themselves up in a place that, you know, they might not otherwise have the opportunity. Allison, what have the relationships that you have built with, individuals who are facing homelessness that you've met, what have they been like since you really got going on this? 
Um, they're like family to me. I, I, I have some of my best friends are facing homelessness. Um, the, these folks have been through a lot with me a lot and I've been through a lot with them. And I think that's the best part about five when I pursued and, you know, just being a part of this community is that these are real friendships. They're real people in real situations, but I'm not out there helping a homeless person. I'm out there seeing my friends and connecting with them in a story that, you know, I never shared before, but I just recently shared with somebody I think is really, you know, the time to share it. Um, I had my first son during the pandemic. He was born March 9th, 2020, and the pandemic really hit us March 14th, 2020. And I didn't have a baby shower yet. Um, and, And there was no opportunity to a baby shower. And the week before I went to have my son, the homeless community, my friends, they came together and made this big care package of baby items for me and clothes. And they got a gift for me and they don't have much. They don't have much of anything. They're just out there surviving with whatever money they have. And if they didn't do that for me, if, if they didn't put that gift basket together, when I had my baby, I wouldn't have had clothing to put on my baby I wouldn't have had these things that they provided for me and that's something that these are real relationships or real friendships it's not just me out there giving to people because they're homeless it's it's real relationships and going through life together and that's the cool thing about it is you know we're, we're just out there we're it's trial and error it's you know let's try something today and if it doesn't work let's try something tomorrow and hope that we can get you out of this situation and if housing doesn't come as soon as we need housing then let's find a way to make this livable because you deserve life the way that i deserve life in a home we can all find out more at 519pursuit.ca allison thank you so much for spending some time with us today yeah thank you for having me and thank you for letting uh, me be a voice for our friends once again it's always a good experience when we can be louder for them in a place that they don't usually get to be heard or seen. So thank you. That is Allison DeBlair, 519 Pursuit. And if you're just joining us, if you just tuned in and you missed Allison's story, during the pandemic, she was having a baby. And obviously couldn't have a baby shower. And she had been helping out a number of people facing homelessness in our community by giving them care packages, putting this together. That's what 519 Pursuit does. And you had people facing homelessness who knew she wasn't having a baby shower, so they got together, put together whatever they could, and gave her a care package. We're talking about people who spend every day just trying to survive, and yet They gave what very little they had in order to make somebody else's life better.